Hello everyone and welcome back to the Fresh Slate Podcast. I'm Meg. And I'm Tyrese. And you're listening to the September Memory Series. Where we ask people to look back on some of their most memorable moments. In this week's episode, we asked our guests to tell us about their most embarrassing moments and if they think it was for better or for worse. Enjoy the podcast! Our first guest this week on September Mems is going to be our good friend Clayton. I had to I had to think a lot about about a specific story that I felt was worthy of sharing on the show. And so, you know, I, I I sat there and I thought and I thought and I even I even had to ask some of my buddies here at the house to tell me embarrassing stories about myself. And the one that <laughs> and awesome. the one that we eventually settled on was it was my freshman year in high school. It was one of my first weeks in choir class. And we were singing we were singing a song called The Lamentations of Jeremiah. It's like one of those songs that the choir sounds almost brassy because it's just so loud and and out there and there's this section where where uh there's like a, there's like a really sudden cutoff and I kept singing past the cutoff and I yelled Oh shit in front of everybody my teachers all of my classmates oh, and no. it was just dead silent and I sat there and you know my cheeks were oh. rosy red and uh, I was it was oh. looking back on it and and having to remember that I remember how embarrassed I was in the moment but I think oh, something that no. <laughs> Sorry I Oh no, no. <laughs> You know but as I sat there trying to figure out what I was going to bring to the show today, you know, it really made me think about, you know, why can't I remember embarrassing stories about myself? Why is that? And the more I sat there and thought about it, you know, the more I realized that, you know, we just try and we try and put those things out of sight and out of mind. Mm-hmm. And is that is that a good thing? or a bad thing. And that's something that I kind of wanted to bring to the table today. Genius. Yes, absolutely. No, I have, a, I have an answer for you. No. Um, we talk a lot about gratitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, in yeah. order to fully, to fully grow and fully like reach your full potential, you have to be thankful for the experiences that you're given and um, kind of take away something, something important from it. You know, right. and so I think that's what, that's what makes it so hard is you want to forget, but really you have to be like, okay, what did I really take away from that? And I think that's kind of what makes this prompt really hard is because it's not something we think we like to think about. No, we repress it instead of like having the compassion to be like, I'm human, I'm yeah, exactly. stupid, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, I'm a thousand percent sure your teacher went to their office and just died laughing after. Oh, absolutely. I would have if I was in his shoes. (laughs) That's hilarious, you know? (laughs) And and it's like, even when you were telling the story, you're still laughing about it. Like, it's funny now. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing is, you know, for me to to dig that memory up, it took me so much effort. But when I look back on it, it wasn't... It's not something that I, I carry with me. It's not something that I'm embarrassed about today. You know, right. yeah. that was like seven years ago and I forgot about <laughs> wow. it. It's not a big deal. But in the moment, 
I remember just how flustered I was and you know I felt I felt terrible about myself because you know here I was I was brand new brand new kid in high school I didn't really know many people I didn't really have a lot of friends I wasn't I wasn't as outgoing as I was today and you know just those little things you know they can they just work their way in and they just make you feel so terrible about yourself absolutely yeah yep. but why 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 should but we why? feel that way about ourselves and you know I, I it all circles back I know it's like literally if everyone in the moment if we if like that if you did had done that and then just yeah. laughed like mm-hmm. people right, would have right. thought like oh my gosh that's hilarious you know exactly yeah. but mm-hmm. it's it's cuz you beat yourself up about it that it becomes something bad yeah. exactly if it makes you feel any better i used to do this thing where i i don't know i thought i was cool and special and i was in the back row cuz soprano won and I would always like climb up the back of the choir risers. And sophomore year, <laughs> I like fell off the back of the risers. Oh no! Because I was also an idiot and always walked to my spot late because I was so social. And I <laughs> fell off the back of the riser like a few feet and hit my hip. And then I just laid there while everyone looked at me and laughed. And none of my friends came to help me. And I didn't get up because I was dramatic. And and then I finally got up, but I was like, wow. Nobody even <laughs> said, like, are you okay? <laughs> uh, Sorry, that just, you know, sparked a memory <laughs> in me, so. <laughs> lovely, lovely. Wonderful. <laughs> you know, well, we all have embarrassing moments. Yeah. You know, I don't know if there's a whole lot of overlap, but I feel that as a podcast producer myself i'm i've got to plug my podcast if any of you listeners out there are football fans and i know this is a stretch but i'm gonna do it anyways check out my podcast couch coach sports i'm on with i'm on with some of my buddies we're talking football we're having a great time having lively arguments so come check us out couch coach sports podcast tyrese meg thank you guys so much for having me on So are you guys ready for this? Yes. So back in high school, I decided to go to a party with some friends. And I was really excited for this party because, you know, I, was, I wasn't much of a party girl. I was raised in a very Christian family by the cool kids to go party in the woods. And so we ended up going to this party called The Couch. And it was called The Couch because there was an abandoned couch that was just sitting there in the middle of nowhere in the forest. I love it. And so um, it happened to be like right behind my house too. I drank a little bit too much. I was such a lightweight. And uh, Maggie knows this about me. You're such a lightweight. (laughs) And I was driving people nuts. And they're all, Brooklyn, you need to calm down. Like, you need to go sit in your car and just take a break and breathe. And so I go in there, and I'm just sitting listening to Enya. And And there I suddenly see, like, a bunch of trucks, like, just peel out, like, I don't know where, and I'm like, where's everybody going? This is so weird. And I'm just there, and then suddenly in my rear view mirror, I see these, um, 
these uh, lights from cop cars. <laughs> oh, shoot. Like, this is not good. And I don't know what's going on. I'm so drunk that I just kind of sit there and I'm like, you know what? I think I need to hide in my trunk. And so I oh go. Oh, my God. <laughs> you crawl. Was it like open from the inside of your car? Yes. So I go in the back. Adrenaline kicks in. I'm still pretty, you know, like drunk and just don't know what I'm doing but my adrenaline kicks in so I go in I crawl in and I open the back seats and just go in my trunk I'm just laying in there and then suddenly I hear all these like walkie-talkies and I hear like these guys talking and these guys open my car and I I thought they opened it yeah they opened my car um I didn't leave it locked I left everything there I left my keys I left my purse because I wanted to leave as much evidence as I could so they would not look in the trunk. <laughs> so I was just sitting there wow. and they like look through everything and they grab my driver's license and I hear the cops say, it's like stealing candy from a baby. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, you literally kidding. said that. And I was like, so panicked. I was like, oh no, I'm going to go to jail. I'm too young for this. And so I'm just sitting there and then suddenly like I hear them go through the registration glove compartment. And so that's when I know like, oh, they're probably going to call my parents. So they call my parents at 1 a.m. in the morning. You're and, still laying um, there? I'm just in my car, just chilling, like freaking out. <laughs> so bad. Just chilling. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, pee, I pee my pants because I'm so scared. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I hear my dad's voice on a megaphone saying, Brooklyn Red, this is your father. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, everyone could hear him. Like, the next day, all my friends were like, your dad sounded like God. Like, I heard him in the bushes. Oh, my gosh. I am, my jaw is on the floor right now. This is crazy. (laughs) I knew you would have something amazing. This is so funny. I was living on the wildlife, and so I was just on the trunk, and um, <laughs> my dad's driving, and it's very bumpy. Like, I'm just, like, bumping around in the trunk, and I'm, like, Why didn't freezing. you sit in the passenger seat? Because I didn't want my dad to know that I was at a party and that I took his So he didn't know that she was in there? He didn't know you were there? No, so that's why the cops called him and said, hey, your daughter he or somebody. He probably thought you were missing. Yeah, they they were just like, and I left their car there, their really nice car, so they were like really mad that I drove it all the way in the woods and like muddy puddles and <laughs> all that. And so I was just, I lied to them. I told them I was going to spend the night at a friend's house, so they had no idea. And so we're going home and um, we're almost home and I call my friend because I'm so scared. I'm like, I'm stuck in the trunk. I don't know what to do. Where are you? Can you get me out? Like, I don't want my dad to know or I'm going to be grounded for the rest of my life. And so my dad slams the brakes and says, Brooklyn, is that you? And I don't (laughs) say anything because I'm like, oh, shoot. He heard me talking to her on the phone, like whispering. And so we drive home and I'm like, oh, we're home. I'm good. So my friend can come and get me out. But then my dad opens the trunk and says, well, 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 look who it is. Drunk in (laughs) the trunk as a skunk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh drunk as a skunk in the trunk. And 
the best elf on the shelf ever. Life. They got around the school. Everybody knew about it. They're like, Brooklyn, how's the trunk these days? Like, yeah, just it was embarrassing. So. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, do you think it was for the better or for the worse? You know, it's definitely, I think it's for the better. Like, it taught me a lot and it helped me to uh, really learn who my real friends were that night. <laughs> for sure. And just yeah. like who I want to be because it's really good that happened that night because the next mm -hmm. night they had a huge party that I was going to go to. And um, it's a good thing I didn't because a bunch of cholos came and slashed everybody's tires and broke all their cars and like got baseball bats and smashed yeah. every car that was there. It was like the gain of our high school. And so it's a good, I, I was blessed that I got grounded. <laughs> so it was for the best. <laughs> yeah, there you go. As embarrassing as it was, it was for the best. Yeah, and it's like moments like those that you're like, okay, this person is only there for me in my good moments, mm -hmm. not in my, you know, back in the trunk moments. As a skunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing about it, like, it taught me that it's a dog eat dog world because everyone, like, fended for themselves that night. Everyone had a story. Oh, totally. Okay, so I had a little trouble with this just because I don't, I don't really get embarrassed often. I might do a lot of embarrassing things, but I don't hold it That's in my heart good. a lot. Yeah, but um, one thing that like really sticked out or like was kind of like a defining factor in my life, uh, when I was in middle school, I actually shattered my coccyx and I was out of school for a whole year. So, if you don't know, your coccyx is a part of your butt. Um, it's essentially your lower back, your last, like, spine. But I broke that part. And uh, for, like, the first six months of breaking it, everybody thought I was, like, crazy. They were doing... I went to, like, seven doctors, you know. They were like, well, nothing's wrong with you, you know. Maybe you're just, like, trying to get out of school. And I was like, no, something's definitely wrong. But, so I wasn't in school at the time. I was uh, completely out of middle school. I was homebound taught, so I wasn't in classes. But, wow. so a lot of my peers found out that, like, you know, why is Taylor gone? Like, why was she sick? Well, they found out that I broke my butt, <laughs> and that was a heyday with middle oh, schoolers. Yeah. They loved to tease me on social media was really big back then. So they would mm. post on Instagram and be like, so where's sad. Taylor? You know, like, oh, yeah, she broke her butt. And like oh. at that point time, I was really embarrassed and like, oh, my God, I will never be able to go back to school, you know, because I, I was going through all this. But once I got surgery, I had surgery three times. Wow. First time was to remove the bone. The second time, I had gotten an infection, so they had to clean it out. And then the third time, they didn't remove enough of my bone, so there were still, like, fragments in there. So they had to take it out more. But so after then, I was in the hospital for a long time. 
and people kind of um, stopped, you know, the mean stuff and kind of got more understanding. But for a while, I was I was really depressed and really embarrassed about the whole thing. So I, I, when I was starting to go back to school, I had to walk with a walker and a cane because I couldn't walk Mm -hmm. essentially. So (laughs) going going to going to middle school like that that was. Um, not the best. No, it's like a <laughs> And really sentence. sad. I exactly. And, like, Middle you know, when you're that enough, age, like, like, all you want... Just being... <laughs> right. Right. All you want to be is, like, accepted at that time. So, but, you know, long story short, looking back at it, like, I... It just... It made me who I am today. I'm, I'm way more mature. I matured at a really young age, and I think it was because of that. Mm-hmm. And, like... Honestly, like, those people who are making fun of me, like, they're not in my life right now. And, like, my life matters right. now more than it did when I was 14. So I, I I, don't really look back at it and being, like, and, like, cringe at it, you know? Because I'm, like, well, it was a body part. And, like, now I don't have it. Now I only have 203 bones in my body. Exactly. And you have and that's, a like, fun fact. cool to say. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I always have a permanent fun fact. I only have 203 bones in my body instead of 206. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, that, I feel like that transition would be so hard because that's, like, they're just brutal. Middle schoolers will, like, tease you about anything. Like, even things that, like, aren't even funny, and they'll just make it a joke, you know? It's, right. Oh, that's uh, so right. true. It's such a hard age. Right. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of our September MEM series. If you'd like to share a response to any of the prompts in any of the episodes, DM us on Twitter at Pod. We love you all so much and have a beautiful week. Bye. Bye.